and welcome to the first DJ Force X in conversation of 2019. Uh, I took a little bit of an extended break over the uh, holiday season um, and I've now got my uh, studio up and running and everything in my uh, new place where it kind of wasn't uh, fully operational, if you will. The Death Star was not fully operational at that point. Um, but uh, thank you to everyone who downloaded the Martin Turner X Wishbone Ash podcast um, a few months ago. That has had a phenomenal demand to it, um, which has been absolutely fantastic. So any of you guys that hit subscribe and are listening to this, thank you. I hope you enjoyed the rest of them if you went back and listened to some other other shows. Um, this one, I have a very special guest um, for those uh, people who remember Misery Loves Company, uh, a band out of Sweden uh, in the late 90s, um, early 2000s, uh, went on a hiatus for about... 16 years or so uh but they came back a couple of years back uh did a couple of festivals here and there uh but now they are on their way to making a brand new album uh they've released uh three tracks from it so far um you can catch them on youtube uh one of them is a cover of the garbage um classic from the garbage album i'm only happy when it rains um and the other two are um suburban breakdown and uh would you um is another track and uh yeah they're out now as singles actually two of them are going to be a double a single coming out in march um on limited edition seven inch vinyl uh which you can pre-order uh so if you go to the misery loves company uh website or facebook page um and follow the links on there i think it's about nine pounds uh inclusive of postage i believe for uk and eu uh and then rest of the world i think it would just tell you on there what the um what the uh the postage will be but yeah it was an absolute damn honor to speak to patrick um i've been a fan of misery loves company uh especially my late teens um and uh the opportunity came up and um i jumped at it they jumped at it and what turned out to be a great chat and um hopefully gonna have them back on uh when they've um got their album uh kind of on the on the release schedule uh, they're looking at later this year, um, but you'll find out that in the in the interview and everything. I don't want to give anyway any more spoilers on that front. Uh, but for those who are into the industrial band back then, um, yeah, uh, enjoy this interview. Um, trying to sort of uh, get them back uh, back being talked about, I guess, uh, on that front. And um, yeah, I've just gone back and listened to their 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 previous albums and everything, and and just kind of fell into that into that like uh, hole, if you will. But since I've been gone, I'm um, just trying to think of stuff that I've been up to. Uh, oh, there's loads of stuff. It was Christmas. It was New Year's. It was all that kind of malarkey. And um, yeah, I just really enjoyed it. Had a good rest. Got on with, oh, that was it. 365 days of scratching. Uh, for those that um, have listened to my shows before will know that uh, I am a DJ. Uh, but not just just sort of standard radio DJ or club DJ. I'm also a scratch DJ. And uh, I have now committed to making at least one scratch video a day to post up on my YouTube channel, uh, which is YouTube slash users slash DJ Force X. Um, there's a playlist being formed of the tr- of the scratching as well. So you can kind of see where I was at the beginning of the year um, and how I'm progressing. So for those that are into that scene, uh please go have a look uh for those who are curious go have a look um come follow me on instagram excuse me you'll get uh oh sorry it is late at the moment i do apologize <laughs> um you'll get a um 
uh, a minute clip of these videos. Some of them are longer than a minute. Some of them are just about a minute long. Um, but yeah, um, on Instagram, it just cuts it to a minute no matter what. So you can sample it on there. That's uh, Instagram slash DJ Force X. In fact, anywhere you want to find me on the socials is at DJ Force X. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm going to sort of uh, go into this interview now, I think is uh, probably the best thing to do because I am starting to ramble. But I will catch you up on anything else that I have done uh, probably with the next episode. I'm lining up a lot of interviews at the moment. Um, can't say who i've got coming up right now because they're only penciled in uh but hopefully i'm going to start marking these in and getting them uh getting them on the show because um yeah i'm back in that jam if you will so uh but yeah enjoy the interview this is patrick from misery loves company thank you So, um, yeah, first off, thank yeah. you for doing this. Um, well, thank you for for showing interest in, in Mystery Love Company. Yeah, I mean, I've I've been a fan for, well, years. I remember you guys from back in the late <laughs> late 90s. Um, yeah. You actually toured with a friend of mine's band in the UK. Um, they were your support band for uh, one of your tours. Um, Snub, if you, oh, right. if yeah, you remember sure. them. Uh, yeah, they're course, on a, a sort of... Um, they're on a sister label to the one my band was on. And um, All right. I sort of knew them from back back when. And uh, yeah, and no, I saw you guys a couple of times live in London um, back in the day. So <laughs> so it's a real... It's actually a genuine <laughs> pleasure to chat to you because it's... Uh, I You know, I never thought after you guys kind of like went on your hiatus, it was like one of those things where it's like, ah, uh, you know another band's gone kind of thing yeah. at the time um but we, you're but you're yeah. back so yeah yeah we are we only stayed away for about 16 years yeah, so, yeah a small amount long. of time <laughs> <laughs> but the tour we did with snub i believe that was in 97 right i, th- that, I think it was it was like around like 97 98 i was sort of in my late teens so yeah. um back yeah. when i was sort of like writing my fanzines and stuff but also just going to shows because I had a kid with no responsibilities, you know, so yeah. <laughs> I had expendable income, whereas now it's a little oh. bit more difficult, so. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, it's, um, uh, I've listened to your um, new tracks, um, and it, they, they kind of, they, they took me back, and I went back and I listened to um, Your Vision Was Not Mine to Share, and um, oh my goodness, what was the name of the other um, so I've, I've totally forgotten. Not like them. That was Not it. like them. Yes. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, yeah, no, and I, I just went on a total trip, basically, back to uh, back to my teens on that. But, um, no, it's great having you guys back, because um, I'd actually be very much... Because I know you came over to Europe uh, when you reformed. Um, was that in 2016, yeah. I think it was? Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, yeah, but, but we... We didn't really do a lot, but we but we did play at the Bloodstock Festival, yes, and and a few other festivals around Europe. But I believe that was the only show we did in the UK. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, I missed it. I was living in the states at the time, so. Um, all right. I, yeah. I I missed that, but I know you did the seventy thousand tons of uh, metal cruise as well. So. Um, yeah, yeah, we did. Uh, that was um, something that I was trying then, to get yeah. on, but couldn't. <laughs> okay, okay, so. and that was probably the year after. 
I think. Like yeah. 2017. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, we, we've been doing this for a few more years, but we haven't really uh, played that much. We've only done like a few shows every year. Um, yeah. But I guess the plan has always been to, to release a new album and, and hopefully after that we'll be able to go back to the UK and do it properly. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's what we're doing right now. We're, we're in the studio and putting it together. Yeah, I was going to ask what your plan was because it is your first album since... Um like year 2000 was it yeah, yeah yeah um it is it's kind of weird i mean the story of the band is, is kind of strange because it only took like five years before me and Arian, uh who i wrote the songs with and uh and formed the band with we started actually we met up at this party or concert or whatever it was and mm. and and we were just saying to each other, we should write a song or two. And we went down to the studio and that's, that's the way it was for a few years. I mean, ever since 2005, mm. whenever we would meet up, we'd say, why don't we go down to the studio? And we'd go, so we've actually been writing songs for about 14 years or so. <laughs> <laughs> but but it, it was just something we did for, for ourselves. I don't think any of us thought of, of putting the band together or anything. It was just something that we really love doing and, and uh, something that comes natural whenever we would be up and and after a while um it just felt like the most natural thing to do to to actually well we really wanted to play live again and, yeah. and to put out an album so, so we've been releasing this yeah these cool. three songs so far but yeah yeah, no, I was gonna, I was gonna ask what the plan was for the album. Obviously, usual plans of sort of touring and stuff. But when, when you yeah. sort of planning? I know you said you're still in the studio, but where, when are you still sort of planning the release? September. September. So later um, this year. And it, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And um, but so I, I believe we'll be finished in the studio and, and the album will be mixed and mastered by the end of March. Okay. And so we'll probably release another song in April, May or so and okay. then send the full album in, in September. Cool. Will the tracks that you've released yeah. so far be on the album or are they sort of just sort of... Yeah. Oh, they will be. Okay, cool. No. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they will be. Excellent. Excellent. So, um, yeah. yeah, I'm really looking forward to that because we, we get a lot of people mailing us and asking, uh, when are you going to play the UK or somewhere else? And, yeah. and it's, it's kind of, I don't know, it's kind of difficult, I guess, for, for the promoters as well or, uh, booking agencies to, to set up shows when you don't have an album. Um, I didn't really realize how important it was, but I, I guess it. Some of it has to do with the with the scene we we come from. I mean, the metal scene or industrial mm-hmm. metal or whatever. It's kind of the album is important, and I think also since we've been away for such a long time, I know there's we've seen it so many times. Band, um, you know, getting back together, doing a few festivals or whatever. Yeah. Perhaps releasing a song or two, and I think it's really important for us to to prove that we're actually here to to stay we're going to continue doing this and and i believe that until we've released an album people are not really sure um 
what to what to expect. So yeah, we really want to do more shows and release more cool more uh, songs. No, it's yeah. definitely true. I mean, I um I went to go see uh, Pitch Shifter, a former label friends yeah. of yours. Um, yeah. But uh, they they did a um, uh, sort of like after was it twenty years after dot com came out their sort of Geffen the album they oh. released on Geffen um, they did a yeah. sort of reunion tour um, yeah just like actually yeah week. yeah yeah I saw that they they did quite a few shows in the UK didn't they yeah they did about uh, they did about seven or eight shows I think it was in the end all um, oh, right yeah with Earth Tone Nine yeah with Earth Tone Nine yep yeah yeah. Um, cool. and uh, that was good it was like it was really nice to kind of like have that kind of nostalgic kick going because uh, there were another yeah. band that I used to follow and um, but they're not as far as I know not following it up with an album or anything so no it's that kind of but they did release a, a song didn't they they did they had some demos that yeah. they had for an unreleased album I believe um, All right. which is what they released I think they released like three two three tracks from I believe Oh, okay, I'll have to okay. double check that, but, um, yeah. but no, I don't know whether they, they're planning on releasing an album because I know they're kind of dotted around the globe as well. So it's, um, yeah. you know, sort of getting together is a bit more, I guess, a bit more difficult for them um, with, I think, yeah. I think Clayden's in, J.S. Clayden's in the States. Um, and I think actually the rest are in the UK, but having your front man that far away might be difficult for a <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, of course, that's true. Uh, yeah. They're uh, the sensitized album. We we listen to that a lot. So I remember when they when they played in Stockholm, we actually got in contact with a promoter asking to to if we could open up for them. Yeah, uh, which they thought was was kind of weird because at the time we were really happening in the UK and everything. But it was really just for us. It was a, it was a great honor because particularly that album really influenced yeah. a lot. Yeah, no, that was a that was a good album of theirs. So, yeah, um, yeah. So, um, with um with your uh, new album, um, what what sort are you planning to release that uh sort of independently, or have you got a sort of distribution set up, label set up for it? Um, we haven't that much set up for us. At all, actually, but okay. But we do have an an uh, Italian agency who uh, are very uh, psyched about this new material and who who are uh, working for us or trying to find a, a label. Okay. And we get a few other people who who, who are really enthusiastic who, who who are in contact with different labels. Um, so far, we've done everything on our own, um, yeah. which is good in some ways. I really enjoy that but when it comes to an album I really think that we need to find collaborations people to work with I'm not sure whether it's a record company or whatever it is but, yeah um, in order to make it really break through um, we definitely need to find uh, the right people to, to work with cool but it, I don't know it, it's, it's kind of um, I don't know I wouldn't say that it's difficult but it um just feels probably more important today that than in the past that to have people around you that you like to have around yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
it's a different thing. It's not like someone's going to show up with a record contract saying, hey, sign this. <laughs> if you don't get the right kind of vibes, then it's not going to happen. So yeah. I, I don't know, but hopefully we'll, we'll find a uh, label. Cool. And it's really, it's not about finding this great major label or whatever. It, it, it's not bad at all. I mean, for us, it's, it's really just about finding people who really love what we do as much as we do. Yeah. And that that's it. I mean we, we could find to a very small independent label or, or whatever. It it doesn't really matter. It just we need people to 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 join us on, on this ride in yeah. order to, to make people notice. Because I, I know for for instance in the UK there's um we've done very, very few interviews with, with media and, and and I I I realize that we would like we need some help in order to get it out okay yeah but hopefully yeah yeah no it's um it's definitely a true that the industry has changed somewhat um at least in my experience i don't did you did you remain in the industry after um after you took that break with misery loves company were you Um, sort of still active in that or did you just go off and do other stuff um well i i continued uh, I started working as a music journalist. Okay. So I worked for this uh, Swedish metal punk hardcore magazine. And I was a music journalist for a few years. And I did put together a band together with uh, a, a guitar player from Entombed. Um, yeah. We, yeah. So we put out this album uh, uh, through their own label, Three Man Recordings. And uh, but after that, no, not really. I mean, I've been guesting people's recordings and doing some live stuff probably once or twice a year. Okay. But that, that's it. Okay. So. so, I mean, I mean, with that, obviously, like I said before, the, the industry has kind of changed somewhat from when um, your last album came out. Uh, that was kind of on the cusp yeah. of, of the digital kind of, um, I wouldn't say revolution, but the digital movement, I suppose, is the better word. Um and how people consume that that music now um compared to how it was and it, it is about finding the people that have kind of um what's the word kind of got basically not mastered that but like took that new movement and actually worked with it because there are a lot of labels that yeah. kind of fell um behind on it and didn't think it would catch on and uh, have kind of fallen back and and obviously with that lost out on various streams of revenue um and now with the sort of streaming product you've got now which is um kind of what a lot of people use so spotify apple music um uh all the other ones title um how how do do you see that i mean i don't know how much you were involved before on that sort of side of things but what how do you see that affecting or even benefiting you guys uh, that's good and bad. I mean, um, this is to see the benefits, though, um, the way we are able to to release these songs mm. uh, totally on our own. Um, I love that. And, and I love the fact that people are able to do that. It, it doesn't have to go through this record label or management publisher or whatever. Um, everyone's able to, to put it out and, and that's the positive side to it, and I and I feel that we are so much more in um, 
in control of everything um, regarding what it should look look like or, or whatever, which song we should release or, yeah. or everything like that. Um, so that's definitely an upside. And I and I also love the, the way that we are able to stay in contact with, with people and have this direct contact um, and get into the response of the material that we uh, release and stuff like that. Um, when it comes to negative, more negative things, um, but perhaps a little bit uh, something that I've I feel have gotten lost a little bit is the the whole concept of an album, which I sort of miss. Um, yeah. I think everything is very much song oriented today, which is I mean I can understand it. I I personally put together this playlist as well all the time, um, but I think there's a risk that the things, the songs that are more out there and, and sort of more artistic or weird or strange, it, it just, it doesn't really have room for that the same way as it did. Uh, now it feels like when, uh, I think a lot of the younger bands, at least, they sort of tend to think of every song being a, a single. Mm. Um, um, but at the same time, I mean, there, there's a, uh, I mean, the vinyl thing back again. People are actually buying vinyl again. Yeah. And I can see that there's uh, some, perhaps people are, are seeking back to, to the some of the great things about what used to be. Yeah. Um, no, it's, it's, that's a definite plus, especially on my side, because I'm a... I'm a DJ. Um, I'm an old school DJ, <laughs> if you want to put it that way. I still have my like turntables and everything. Um, oh, you do? Yeah, well, that, yeah. That's great. That's yeah. great. But um, um, I mean, I can understand why why you would just bring your, I don't know, whatever your iPhone in or something to it. It's it's easier to carry. Oh, it is. It's, yes. It's, <laughs> it's not as funny either. So. Oh, so you actually all right? So you buy a lot of vinyl. As well. uh, I do, I do. I've, I've, I've gotten back into it. Um, in, at least in the past few years, because uh, when I moved, I didn't take my turntables with me, just purely because yeah. they're in storage. And they, I was planning on taking them over, but we ended up moving back to England. So, um, oh. but now that I've got my own space, my own sort of studio space that um, I can now use for um, these endeavors, like I'm doing right now in my, with the interview here. Um, I've actually set up my, yeah. I've got two like Technics turntables and a mixer. So I'm like a sort of scratch DJ. So I've been doing oh, <laughs> right. stuff like that, but I listen to music That's while great. I'm out here. Um, and I've got like, I dug out all my old vinyl. So I've got all my sort of like classic sort of eighties, nineties, rock, metal, thrash, dance, you know, industrial kind of collection. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, and now yeah. I'm able to kind of appreciate them again because it's, um, uh, like just having that set up and I've been buying new stuff as well which has been great because all these artists now are yeah. releasing albums on vinyl yeah they are you know yeah I uh, know yeah, I mean our our albums uh, I mean the the three albums that we released I believe that well only the first one came out on vinyl so and nowadays it seems more like everyone does it yeah and and I really enjoyed that as well. I actually sold my CD collection uh, a few years back, but I've I've never sold my vinyl collection. I'll 
<laughs> I'll stick to that. And, and <laughs> um, so, yeah, I don't know. This digital revolution is definitely good or bad, but mainly good things. Uh, yeah, I, I think, think it's so. a good thing. I think it was. Um, Initially, there were some, like, obviously hurdles and hiccups to sort of get over. Um, at the time of, like, I was in a band as well, like I said before, and it was, we were kind of on that cusp, and, and it was kind of a mixed message. So it was a good way of getting our music out there. Um, but when, yeah. like, like kids were downloading it, which was great, but then I got told that they downloaded them from, you know, peer-to-peer sharing or, um, or yeah. like, you know, some, some random, some random website had it uploaded and it it was really weird. Cause I was like, yeah. great. They've got the music, but you know, I'm trying to sort of make a living out of this. <laughs> and that, yeah. that was where yeah, a lot of like, yeah, like, a lot of labels at the time didn't quite, you know, they were going on the sort of cease and desist avenue because they hadn't really taken that digital format seriously. And, mm. um, you know, I we, know it. It sort of took them. It took them forever to to realize what was happening. Yeah. I, I believe that the the bigger record companies were probably the last one in the world to to understand what was going on. Yeah. I don't know why that was. Maybe they were just so. I don't know. I don't know. I think because it moved it so fast, strange. like compared to what yeah. they used to, it yeah. wasn't like they were producing a format to like a like a physical product. It was a digital file, which which is essentially. Yeah nothing if you will um but they they i don't think they could get their head around they couldn't market or couldn't quantize quantize that 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 entity in order to sell it until Mm. sort of apple went here is itunes we'll sell them this way Mm. you know i think there was like other websites mp3.com stuff like that back in the day where Mm. you could buy you know tracks um but I don't think they kind of yeah. got their head around it because they weren't looking at the kind of like, oh, no one wants this without a C. No one wants, the, you know, the CD. Or they want the CD because yeah. of the clarity. Or they want the vinyl. Even the vinyl was failing at that point because of the CD. Cassette tape had already gone. Yeah, <laughs> so it was that yeah. kind of moment of flux where I think they hesitated. And, and then because the format took up so quickly, they just got left behind. But now a lot of them have caught up, thankfully. I get sent, obviously, MP3s through... Yeah, people like your the agency you're with, um, and I also get sent physical like CDs, or I've actually get sent vinyl, um, which is great because like back when I was like originally doing this back in sort of late nineties, early two thousands, occasionally I'd get sent a record. You know, I'd get like a, a Ramstein remix record or something, or um, or just general white labels from dance music companies, and uh, yeah. Like now, I've started getting vinyl albums from some of these agencies because they're being re-released, or um, yeah. they've just got them sort of hanging around. <laughs> you know, yeah. um, I got sent a Billy Idol remix album. You know, and <laughs> you know, it's great because it's it's vinyl. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I totally agree. We actually have this uh, London-based um, uh, record label who are going to put out. Uh, a seven-inch vinyl on on two of our songs. Okay. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. That will be the first mystery vinyl in quite a long time. Nice. Is that um, yeah. is that like obviously an independent release? But is that to yeah? Kind of is it like old tracks or is it new tracks? Uh, it's um, the first two songs that we 
released when we got back together again. So okay, it's, cool. Uh, Would you and Suburban Breakdown, like a double double A? Excellent. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. Cool. Um, is that so. like a, is that a record store day release, or is that just sort of a general release you're doing? No. Yeah, it's it's a general release. It will come out on what is it, March eighth. Okay. So it's only like few, four weeks away. Um, well, I'll definitely look out for that. So, <laughs> yeah, you should. You should. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Everyone needs to have that in in their collection. Exactly. <laughs> yes, I will. I will be pushing that one. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um no I, I basically I, I i tend to if i'm gonna buy something i'll go through my local record store i've got like an independent one in the uh near the town that i live in and oh, um, right. he tends to order a lot of stuff in um so i'm gonna get him to order that in for us so. um maybe yeah. grab a couple of extra cool. copies as well so cool so um what what yeah. label's that if you don't mind me asking uh, it's uh, Beat Bus Records. It's a fairly new label, I believe. I believe okay. they probably started like last year, okay. and they're they're are gonna sort of specialize in doing this limited edition uh, seven inches, I think, or perhaps okay. albums as well. But um, we just got in contact with we met this guy at the at this Italian festival and and. We just hung out that night, and then he came back to us like a year later, saying he had this label and asked us if we could um, make this seven-inch, five hundred copies. And we were just like, "Yeah, thank you, excellent." Um, so, yeah, That's yeah, awesome. I'm looking forward to that. Cool. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, I think <laughs> uh, uh, Barbara and, and Steve will, will probably send out a press release about that as well soon. So, excellent. Um, yeah, there's also been some talk about the the first album because it's been 25 years yeah, since was, it came I'll, out in in Sweden. I yeah. was going to bring that uh, up because that's a kind of like you know, it's a sl- like a very good uh, good uh, age for an album. <laughs> I found these days because a, yeah. a lot of those albums 25 years ago, ones I was listening to. So, <laughs> mm. um, do you? I, yeah. Are you obviously? But, do you have any plans for that, or are you just sort of seeing what? Um, what happens? We have, uh, let's say, we we have hopes for it to happen, but uh, nothing's really sorted yet. But but there's a uh, a label that want to do it um, for record store day. Okay. Um, so hopefully it will happen. I'm just keeping my fingers crossed all the time now and hoping, yeah. hoping for it to happen. So, um, but that would be nice. That would be nice. Um, so, yeah, cool. I'll let you know. No, yeah, definitely. Let me know. That, that would be. Uh, I love Record Store Day as well. That's one of my like annual pilgrimages yeah. to various record stores that I go to, um, and uh, yeah, picking yeah. up stuff. You know, just yeah. just on that day. It's a, yeah, it's, yeah. So it's always a, a nice day uh, here in Stockholm as well. Uh, just walking around between these record stores and grabbing a beer and buying a an album or two yeah no i i i I back that day fully um when i was in the in the states i was actually quite fortunate to be near one of the largest record stores in i'm gonna say the world um but definitely in the states um amoeba uh no no there's one called banana music um all right yeah i've never 
been there, but okay, it's uh, based out in um, in in Tampa, in Florida, and um, uh-huh, okay. I made uh, a sort of an annual pilgrimage down to there because I, I lived in in the Tampa area, um, and I just go there. And there was another one in, called Daddy Cool, which is a smaller sort of independent, but it was very good. Um, but it was huge. It was like it had like what you would uh, think of as a traditional record store in the states, like long aisles of music uh it smelt fusty and dusty <laughs> but they also had a huge warehouse full of vinyl uh which i went into oh. a couple of times i could have spent i could have spent my entire time in there to be honest with you just going through the, the rest of your life exactly yeah exactly yeah. um but yeah and then coming back to the uk i look after uh one of an independent store's website um yeah. and uh I go to his shop every year, uh, but I also hit a, co- a few of the others. I try and get into London and stuff like that, and and sort of go to yeah. um, a few of the, the the stores there and support them. Um, I try and go other than Record Store Day as well to kind of, you know, yeah. <laughs> pick up records and stuff. Records, yeah, Record Store Day is getting so so big yes. here in Stockholm. It's like crowded during that day, so it's but it's very fun anyway. Yeah, no, it's great fun, and so I guess that. Go on. No, yeah, yeah. I just think that it sort of proves how how big the interest for vinyl has gotten lately. Yeah. Um, which is great for people like us because we're able to, you know, more releases will be, uh, will be released on on vinyl. So, so yeah, that's a good good thing. Yeah, and I think is it next year your uh, your album, your vision was never mine to share is twenty, isn't it? as well oh it is it yeah, is that came out yeah. in 2000 oh just, you're right i was just looking at my thing and i was just like it's 2019 now so like, <laughs> so that'll be a good one to do <laughs> as well weird. you got that mm. so mm. i'd like to yeah i'd like to put up that on vinyl that would be, be great uh, i definitely picked yeah. that up so <laughs> yeah so would i <laughs> <laughs> So um, I'm, we're going to wrap things up a little bit here just so I can uh, uh, let you yeah. get on with the rest of your evening and stuff as well. Um, but I've got a couple of questions that I tend to sort of ask the artists that I have on my show. They're kind of generic questions, but um, usually pretty fun. Get yeah. some good answers out of them, hopefully. Um, so yeah. what are your, uh, let's go, three top albums that kind of define the musician that you became or the person that you became? Ah, what a, what a difficult question. Ah, I, I could think of a hundred <laughs> albums, but okay, okay. I'll, I'll do my best. Anyway. Okay, three albums Yeah, that sort of defines what, me as a person or, or yeah. the band. or Well, you as a person and yeah. or musician, you know, the ones that really kind of like, you could like pinpoint saying that one influenced me, that one, okay. you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ramones. Cool. Um, and probably, I don't know, I, I guess the first one is the most classic, but uh, I'd say Rocket to Russia, because that was the first album that I heard by the Ramones, and cool. I thought of back to it since then. Um, I never get tired of the Ramones. I think they're like the ultimate rock band. Yes. Um, and also love Joe Ramones his vocals and and okay um and david bowie scary monsters because of the um the way he tended to the way he progressed 
with every album, the way he uh, was very uh, um, curious about new styles of music yeah. and the way he sort of, uh, and he let it shine through in his music as well. And I, yeah. Gary Monsters, that was the same thing. That was, that was an album I heard at a very, very early age and um, I became a fan and I, I still hold this. It is one of my favorite albums. Cool. And then, um, okay, if I say it quick enough, I might be able to <laughs> to say four albums. Nine Inch Nails, Down Was Spiral, Ministry, Song 69. Okay. Um, I'll let you have those. Because that was really, yeah, okay, <laughs> good, thanks. Um, I guess Song 69 was really the, the reason why we formed the band. Um, I met Arian in, uh, in a bar in our hometown. Yeah. And he, he had been working with uh, techno mainly sitting in his studio doing dance music and he did some work with a guy called Graham Lewis who used to be in a, a British band called Wire Yeah, and Graham played him the Ministry album uh, so he came up to me and I was in this metal band I suppose I, I played guitar and, and did the vocals mm. and he came up to me after a show and he said why don't we try to combine these two elements me with my computer and the samplers and, and you with your voice and guitars. And, and that's where we started, really. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. And I think and Downward Spiral was just as important for me, especially lyrically, I think, in informing what became Mystery Love's company. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it had to be four albums. That's Sorry. all right. No, that's <laughs> fine. That's all good. You, you, that that mm. four absolutely amazing albums to be fair so yeah yeah you can have those yeah. i don't mind cheating on that that's good <laughs> um, <laughs> it's kind of sad that they're all so old though that is true albums. but at the same time i mean i mean you get formed early on i yeah. guess so, so yeah it's, yeah and ministry are still it doesn't going. mean that i don't listen to new music no i mean Sorry, minist- ministry are still going as well their their last album yeah. Uh, yeah. american um is actually I yeah. I I, re- I loved it. Um, it had uh, one of my favorite yeah. scratch DJs on there as well. So it was it was one of those things where it was like a partnership of of two artists that I I like DJ Swamp, who was the DJ that um, was on that album, actually toured with them for a couple of years as well. Is one of my sort of influences when I came to sort of do scratch DJing because he was so oh. the cool thing is that I really like the way they sort of slowed down things again yeah because they haven't really done that in a, in a very long time uh, I enjoy their, right. their more thrash metal kind of albums as well but I prefer when they slow things down again. yeah and it really kind of like um, that was where it kind of got back to me as well because I was like Minish again their kind of stuff was was alright but it was sort of high tempo thrashy um, yeah but with that with the this... weird thing is that when we uh, uh when we uh, did this, um, uh, uh, we wrote on our Facebook page that we are back again and we're going to do these shows in 2016. Two of the first people that, that replied and sent us messages were actually members of ministry. Oh, which nice. Is so, it was kind of weird. I mean, it, it wasn't <laughs> Al Jurgensen, of course. But, yeah. <laughs> but, um, um, but that was just, Wow, that was mind blowing. So ever since we've been sort of getting in touch every once in a while, and, and the guitar player uh, keeps saying that they want to uh, join us on stage, but 
we've done a few festivals, but uh, we haven't played at the same day, so yeah. we've never been able to to meet up. But, well, that's but awesome. they're, of course, a very big influence. Yeah, on us. Excellent. No, that's that's awesome. Having that, you know, it must be having those messages come in and just like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Let's just try and play together. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> yeah, it, it means it means so much. I mean, being away for such a long time, we had no idea what to expect, and it it feels pretty much the same way. I mean, you uh, calling me up tonight, it's just something that I appreciate so much because cool. we honestly don't expect, I mean, we've been away for a long time. Yeah. So <laughs> we, we understand that most people don't know who the hell Mr. Love's company is. So yeah, so it means a lot. No, that's so. okay. I mean, like I said, there, there's definitely an audience out there for you guys um, here in the UK. I know of, of like a, a fair few people that, that remember you guys from back then and, I think would would I think they must have come to see you at Bloodstock. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, definitely. I mean, once you guys get get your get your album sort of done and out, and you get your sort of the the, yeah. the the whole shebang that comes with that, the tour, the press, all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. There'll be definitely uh, you'll you'll have people there. Um, you know, they'll, they'll obviously try and get some of the younger generation to the show. That's what I've been trying to do with my kids trying to sort of like get them into yeah. not get them into the music I was into, but I've taken them to these shows like the shows I yeah. used to go to. Um, and they're really enjoying Great. it to be honest with you. So, uh, yeah. not just, just seeing their old man yeah. jump around for a bit, you know, it's always, it's always fun. So. Yeah. It sounds like fun. <laughs> um, so what, what no, are your, no. um, uh, what are your hobbies away from like music? What, what do you do to kind of, I wouldn't say escape it, but, you know, that, that sort of when you need a break, what, what's your sort of go-to? Um, uh, that's a good question. Um, well, at least uh, in parts of my life, I've, I've, been, I've been writing a lot. I don't know if that's such a, such a good escape. But, <laughs> uh, I did put out a, a book like four years ago, and, uh, and I'm usually working on something um but i mean that's that's pretty close to, to making music in in some ways so um i don't know i don't know okay i sometimes run okay <laughs> that's something away yeah. from music Yeah, you're back. You're yeah, back. sorry about that. I'm not sure what happened. My my net connection just dropped off my computer and then it reconnected. Oh, so, um, yeah, I don't know. I work for Apple as a genius bar technician. Even I didn't know what happened then. So, well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can hear you loud and clear. Right okay, now. excellent. And I've That's good. yeah, That's it's good. back recording now as well. So cool. We're going. Um, so where were we? Uh, yeah, you were talking you, uh, hobbies away from you. You were talking about running. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I run sometimes. <laughs> um, I, I actually did the rock and roll marathon in in Los Angeles. Oh, really? Um, but uh, but that's not really a lot. But yeah, <laughs> um, 
I like to socialize, actually. I get yeah. a few friends. I like to hang out with them. Okay. But <laughs> I can't really think of anything. anything no, right that's fine. I mean, they're all, they're but, all viable hobbies, you know, so. Yeah. Well, the thing is, like, compared to in the past when we did uh, the Missoula's company thing uh, 24-7, nowadays we all have work and stuff like that. And yeah. it's just music is our hobby right now. That's what we do whenever we have whenever we have some some free time. So I guess it's kind of kind of different in that way. Yeah. So okay. yeah, making music that's probably the what I enjoy doing most when I'm at work. Excellent. So, yeah. Cool. So um, f- last question, really. Uh, wh- where can people reach out to you? Where's the best place to sort of get in touch with Misery Loves Company or yourself? Uh, I think through our Facebook page, probably. Yeah. Um, was, yeah, and I'm I'm handling that, so I'll, I'll answer anyone who who got any questions or want to get in contact. So, cool. yeah, that's that's a good thing. It's also a good way to to stay updated on new releases or or shows or, or yeah. Like when you yeah, I try to update it almost daily. So, cool. Yeah. And what, what's the address for? Obviously, yeah. Facebook.com. Is it Misery Loves Co? Or is it? In, yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> you can probably find it by just, yeah. Just uh, like searching just for searching. it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. cool. Yeah. Well, so, Patrick, I know we got cut off, um, but it was coming sort of to the end of this chat. So. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, um, basically, I just want to thank you for your time. Um, I really appreciate it. Um, hopefully, we'll get back in touch once the album's sort of in the loop and um, you guys are coming over here and stuff and we can, we can sort something out with that as well. Um, and so, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. It would be great to, to meet in, in person as well. So yeah, yeah, hopefully we'll be back in the UK, but I'm, I'm sure we will. Yes. I'm sure you will. It's just a matter of, yeah, it's just a matter of when. Yes. Uh, hopefully by the end of the year or something like that. No, that sounds awesome. That sounds awesome. I would, um, yeah. Yeah. No, I'd, I'd love to come up and meet you guys and, come see you play a show and stuff um because it will see if it takes me back to my youth <laughs> it's actually it's a whole lot better than your youth actually. yes promise no no i i, I i've Wait. yeah i mean hearing your new stuff i like i i like it so it's i can yeah it'll be good <laughs> yeah yeah it usually feels that it that we're so much better on stage today than we were in the past um i don't know somehow it just Hmm. Got a good thing going. Yeah, it's good to sometimes <laughs> so take a step. Hopefully, we'll be able to to prove it to the yeah. people in, in the UK as well. No, definitely, yeah. definitely. Get you guys over here. Get you with yeah. Earth Tone Nine and stuff, and <laughs> that'll be nice. Yeah, meet up with those guys again. Yeah, no, it was a long time ago. It was. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, like I said, Patrick, thank you very much. Um, thank you. Yeah. Thank um, you. I'd like to say I look forward to um, chatting to you guys soon once your once your album's sort of um, on its way. And uh, yeah, if you obviously make it over to the UK, I'll definitely be coming to, um, definitely to one of the shows. Um, yeah, probably London if you get sure. get London show. Um, that is yeah. sort of more local for me, I think, in that respect. So, um, but yeah, yeah, just let me, let me know when you're coming and and come up and say hello and, and we'll have a have a chat. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely, and um, I'll send you the links to the other stuff as well. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, do that. Do that. Look right. forward to hearing it. Cool. Okay. Patrick, have a Take great care. evening. And uh, yeah, thank you very much. Thank you.
Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Take care. Bye. Okay. Bye.